We're super excited to announce the launch of our podcast, The Design Driven Life, sponsored by WellFit Human. I talk with experts in an upbeat, informational series of conversations. Join us and listen to seasoned entrepreneurs, leaders, and wellness gurus as they share their wealth of knowledge on important topics like money, fear, anxiety, self-trust, or lack thereof it, and how to spot opportunities amongst life's chaos, gain the tools and inspiration it takes to shift your mindset so you can create the world that you want to live in. Hi, my name is Wendy Yates, and today I'm speaking with Mia Sarno. Mia is founder of Firewave Wellness, a platform for healing, vitality, and holistic health, helping women leaders and their businesses be braver, happier, and aligned daily. She is also a member of Yoga Alliance and the International Society of Female Professionals, collaborating for research, health, entertainment, and advocacy worldwide. Thank you so much for being here, Mia. I'm such a pleasure to meet you. Um, and I'm super excited to learn about everything you're doing um, with Firewave Wellness um, and your um, five divine nourishments and some of the challenges that you have um, going on and, and just sort of how you got where you are today. So I'd love, I'd love for you to share uh, with our listeners just, just a little intro about yourself. Yeah. Hey everyone. My name is Mia. Um, Wendy, it's so amazing that, you know, you have this platform. So thank you so much for the work that you do as well. Um, so Firewave Wellness is a digital platform. Um, it's meant to give people an access point for healing, um, maybe experiencing things about what vitality really means for their unique biology. Um, and then ultimately it's holistic health. And I think that there's so much health information out there right now, not so much in a dichotomy of like East and West, but that there's just tons of information and it's all new and, and how do we begin to internalize it? And so in our programs and our services, that's what um, I do. We typically have um, exploration sessions with people. And so we use that model to really say, you know, what does life look like now and what do you desire? Um, so that's been a lot of the work I do. It's been pretty women focused, um, kind of just naturally happened that way. Um, I'm sure my partner, he would be like, you help me all the time. So you help everyone. <laughs> Yeah, I think that the women, we noticed that too, just in some of the other things that we do, women right now um, are just sort of the, the leaders of the pack when it comes to like intentional wellness, you know, or intentionally doing things. Um, I, I, I think there's a lot of men trying to start more mindful. I know a guy is doing mindful dudes. And I mean, I think it's amazing, but, um, yeah, so I was, um, checking you out and I saw that, you know, you love to work with other leaders. So, you know, in what you're doing, um, and we'll talk about the well-fed warrior in a little bit as well. Cause I think that's super awesome. Cause we have um, wealth at human warriors. So it's like, so aligned. It's so amazing. Um, <laughs> so were, was wellness sort of something that you always saw yourself being or helping, um, leaders, uh, women leaders, I guess, you know, if we're talking about, um, you helping people take care of themselves so they can take care of other people. So I didn't start in health to answer your question. Um, I actually have a bachelor's in public administration and did a lot of human rights work. Um, and we were talking before this even, and it was like, we have traveling in common and, and experiencing culture and 
what does it even mean to have like cultural unintended consequences and like how does that play a part in who you are um, and that's why we I've focused all of how I communicate with people in three three spots so we either talk about your unique biology we talk about your unique culture or we talk about your unique perspective obviously you have all three of those at any given point but I think once you start to organize it you end up understanding yourself so much better and and you can say and commit to the health goals that you want or you know stepping out into society powerfully and really using your voice um so it's it's been an evolution like i went back to community college to then go into grad school for for healthcare, um and that's something i'm still working on um so it was a career pivot but honestly it was it was me it started with me so um, i had a medical trauma when i was 16. i got on a dose of accutane to help my skin get clear and then there was all these side effects like suicidal thoughts and joint pain and temporary weakness um, and I was a competitive athlete and so at that time it was like that's what I wanted to do with with like me growing up and being an adult and then I took this medicine and, and a lot of things changed and I had to find out you know what worked for me what you know food stuff worked what my digestion did because more or less like my intestinal lining just had compromises from that um, that medication and so I became the healthy person in my life. <laughs> um, and that was just, you know, those decisions. Um, we'll talk a little bit about responsibility later, but like I had to carry that responsibility about what it meant for me to feel good um, and then how to be happy and like just not feeling like you're, you know, burdening everybody around you as you're going through your own stuff. And so that's that fine line that really was like, wow, maybe this should be my bigger purpose. Um, and then I've done you know, um, mission trips in Uganda. I've been in a variety of third world countries. I'm half Filipina, first generation. And so that whole reality of like food and water is just part of my mission on this planet. I can't not see it. It just doesn't make sense. Um, you know, right now for the business, it, it gets to look like live events and fun online things. Um, but but you best believe that that those bigger initiatives and philanthropy are, are in the mix as well. Um, so you know, I think everyone has to fit it into like what their what their dialogue is for their life, you know, and I think that's what I really pride myself on at Firewave Wellness is we're all about meeting you where you're at, you know, and like the you six months ago before COVID probably feels totally different than, um, you know, you now and as it should be. And so we get to kind of constantly evolve and, and make those things happen. So one of the things that we were talking about is um is is the is that you work uh on a, a system that you have the five divine nourishments i'd love to hear about that and that sounds very unique um and and specific to firewave wellness um you also mentioned um the mindset of joyful responsibility did yeah. i say that right that that you coined and and made up i was like that's not a mindset we've had so i love that you brought that to the table so i'd love to hear more um how to what are five divine nourishments and how does that work into joyful responsibility yeah so um joyful responsibility is actually the second divine nourishment but you know being a holistic wellness self-care coach it was very much like all right you know there's a lot of different coaches out there there's a lot of different ways to help you know just yourself really amplify and like we mentioned earlier because i am so much like sometimes even a coach for coaches or have have leaders that that are drawn to me 
um, it really, it really helps to have, you know, Hey, these are the five things that we stand for. These are the five things that in our training sessions, in any of the experiences we do, we know that, um, these are our priorities. Um, so the first one is, um, a well-fed, beautifully strong body. And I loved that it connected strength and beauty. Um, I, I personally felt that in my own life that it, when I was in both of those energies, um, and it wasn't like a one version of strength, right? And, and a one version of beauty, um, everybody gets to internalize that for themselves. So the five divine nourishments are meant to be implemented into your life. And then you're checking to see, Hey, how am I, you know, fueling myself so I can feel well fed and beautifully strong. Um, the second one is, you know, how can I be sure that I have a joyfully responsible mind? Um, the third one is how can I have an abundant spirit? Whether that means we're being abundant in like a prosperity sense or in a service sense, you know, or in a financial sense, um, whatever abundance in that moment, right? Because we're meeting people where they're at. Um, that third divine nourishment is, is there for you. And, and, you know, a lot of the people that I talk with, it's a spectrum. Some of you are brand new to spirituality. Some of you have been practicing yoga for 10 to 15 years and it's connecting the dots like as your life evolves, as it totally does for me. Um, and that's been a big part of my evolution with a seven year yoga practice. Um, and the fourth is mind your fire in community. Um, that's my minding your fire, right? I called my business fire wave wellness because in yoga tapas is that inner discipline it takes to create change. I think I ran a lot of my life with high inner discipline <laughs> and it's almost this unlearning process now to really figure out what does it mean to ride life's wave. Um, and so mind your fire and community is so important because it manifests things like this, like getting to meet Wendy, right? And getting to be in all these different situations where we can have this healthy, strong mindset um, and be responsible for what it means for our personal development, how we're showing up on the planet, you know, what it means to be a citizen of the world um, and take on those bigger service things. And then the last um, divine nourishment is a reimagined toxin-free environment. We talked about this as well. Like I love the, the bigger sustainability lens that you guys really have um, at WeFit, WellFit Human. And, you know, for my clients, sometimes that's cleaning their kitchen. It can be yeah. <laughs> that start, you know, or, you know, for me, I've recently, you know, had autoimmune things come up in my life. Um, and I'm like looking at my, I mean, I was already looking at like my body care products and stuff for like the ocean, but it's totally different when you like when you're feeling it in your body. So exploring those more, you know, knowing what that means to just do castor oil, you know, and keep it simple. And, um, and so reimagining that I think is really important because there's so much information out there again, right? And you can read 15 different articles and be committed to climate change and still learn new things. Um, and so that reimagination and constant flow of like, hey, what, what does toxicity mean for you now? How is it affecting you now? Um, is really important throughout all phases of life. So the five divine nourishments are something that, you know, whether you're new to my community or, you know, you're consistently evolving and growing inside the community, those are your five kind of pillars or like what it really says about how you can continue to work yourself into those. Um, and so if you want to talk about joyful responsibility and that mindset, um, I'd love to. 
Yeah, the five divine nourishments, I'd love to continue to learn more about that even beyond um, this call. But I, I think um, everything you said resonates so well, just what the design-driven life is about and what WellFit Human stands for. It's about being a global citizen for sure. And and you're just so aligned with us. It's so interesting. Um, that's why I love doing this is being able to meet people, like-minded people like you and sort of help share and spread and grow, you know what I mean, the platform and message of what of what you're doing, um, meeting, you know, you have to, you know, I talk about it in a way of like the designing your life is something you get to do. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you design, but it starts, it starts somewhere. Like you said, maybe it's just cleaning your kitchen, you know, or like for us, you know, we say like it's spaces, it's environments, it's people, it's your lifestyle. Like you have to start somewhere, but you know, think of it on the whole approach. And I think your, um, your five divine nourishments definitely tackle that same, that same message in your own way of sharing it. Um, of, of the five divine nourishment. So yeah, I'd love to dive into the second one, um, on mindset cause it's so interesting and unique. Um, and as you said, you made that up and I, I 100% believe you have never heard that uh, mindset before. So I'd love to sort of just explore that a little bit more and, and what does that mean and how do you get started with a, a joyfully responsible mind? Yeah. Um, I mean, so it came out of, right, being somebody who's helping people with their body and like my own body, um, I, I could be very responsible to a diet or to a plan or, you know, to this thing that my doctor now says I need to start doing. Um, and I would drag my feet. I wasn't very like excited about it. You know, I was like, okay, I know, you know, I mean, from kindergarten, you could say, right, people have learned responsibility, have learned that that's one of those attributes inside of them. Um, and then what I really looked at was, yes, we all have to take ownership, we all have to be responsible, design your life, right, that even takes a certain level of tenacity to say, like, the choices I'm making matter. And the more strategic I can be and in desire as I make those um, will perpetuate. And so I held the responsibility for so long <laughs> and then also had this, you know, this hardship around it or harshness. Um, I think now, like when we do our trainings, I'm really big on like, this does not have to be rigid because I spent so much of my time um, in responsibility and feeling like it had to be rigid, feeling like it was this thing I was achieving on, you know, this singular focus. Um, and the more I learn about holistic health in my own body and, and the people that I serve, um, when you're not in a joyful space, the physiology can't shift. Do you feel like you have a relationship with joy? I'm curious. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm finding some very, a lot of, I can see why um, we were connected through Sarah, who's also been on um, a guest on this podcast. And um, I can see why she made this connection because there's so many synergies that you're saying in everything that I say and talk about. And, um, when I am on the other side getting interviewed, you know, people are like, what keeps you on track? I'm like my purpose and my joy. Like I know my purpose. It's like, it's here. It's really big. It's huge. There are all these other things I would like to accomplish along the way, but my main purpose and my main focus is to have the real true positive impact on poverty, human trafficking, not from a standpoint of like, I, like raising my hand and saying, yes, of course, I don't want these things to exist, but actually showing up with an idea and implementing systems with other people who have, who want to do that too. So along that, that is what I feel like would bring me the most joy. So everything I do sort of like 
filters to that purpose. And I think it's so important um, when you know your purpose, I think then you can find joy. I think when people are kind of bouncing around, like unsure, um, it's hard. I mean, you could be a happy person, but not really truly experience joy. And I definitely, um, personally, you know, it's, I think you could get distracted, right? So, but if you can stay focused on your purpose and you can have great tools and systems and the whole life approach as we're discussing and like, and a champion of people like you to help coach, you know, other people that are like, that haven't gotten there. We're all, we all need coaching. Like I'm a, I'm a believer in a million coaches, like the more the merrier. Like I think coaches should coach other coaches and everybody needs, you know, those people of not even accountability, just those champions for them. Because, you know, um, one of the things too, I would say with that is, you know, people look at maybe an entrepreneur like yourself and all the great things that you're accomplishing and say, I could never do that. You know, they might want to, you know what I mean? So I think sharing, you know, like, so, you know, that would bring me to maybe my next question with everything and all these, the amazing initiatives that you've put into place and these like super dope like systems that I'm just looking at on your website right now, um, you know, and being the well-fed warrior and just the way you've sort of packaged your, um, or how, you know what I mean? How you're helping to make the change that you want to make, you know, what would be something that, that you're feeling or, you know, has been sort of a strong, uh, and you know, something you've had to just like, really, I don't want to say overcome, but like one of your biggest challenges and just continuing to grow so that you can work towards, you know what I mean? Those other additional travel initiatives that, you know what I mean? You plan on adding into, to your own lifestyle. Yeah. You know, um, for anybody who's on the entrepreneurial journey, you know, I, I was an entrepreneur's society when I was in high or like in college. Um, and then I remember, it was like a competition and for like business council or something. And I like won VP of marketing. And it was funny because this actually ties in, like I actually had to bow out of that position. So it was like, I knew what I wanted to do very, very early on. And I was very ambitious about it, but I actually had to bow out. Um, and it's, as I say this, it's funny because it's because I wasn't joyfully responsible <laughs> with my task. Yeah. So I was doing like, I was um, a salesperson for a company called Tivana back in the day. Um, and we were very, very like, it was competitive sales situation. Um, I had a full-time, you know, schooling and then was in this council. Um, and I had to drop the council because I wasn't managing my life. You know, my, my first online series I ever did, I think it's been a year or so ago was called, um, the driven millennial fast and easy tips for peak performance without burnout, because I kept hitting burnout. Like, and then in the last time, hopefully <laughs> so I did, um, like I caught pneumonia and I was like, I can't keep doing this to my body. Um, and so, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit, I think everyone has it and harnessing it. Like you're saying, what's really been the biggest thing for me to step out of myself out into the vision and then say, you know, Hey, beautiful people out there. I want to play. <laughs> totally yeah. been the biggest thing is, is, you know, like finding, finding like people, you know, online, like you, I mean, online's so big right now. And a lot of it too is, um, you know, who you surround yourself with is going to be their version of success. And so you have to self-define the success as well. Um, and then, you know, build that purpose, build that passion. Because I think, especially if you have a spiritual practice, you'll feel called. And, and I think trusting that is so important, even when, project 57, <laughs> you know, like we hear that all the time, right? The memes and all that JK Rowling, 200 publisher, yep. whatever that thing is. 
Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's been, you know, the biggest part of it, you know, is as I was very, very tapped in, you know, I, I knew what was working for me and then translating it, you know, and, and what you see online is, is so much a part of me and it takes so much courage to then go, okay, you know, who in the world, if I'm, if I'm called to, to inspire, if I'm called to awaken this spirit, I'm responsible to go yeah. out there every day. I'm responsible to, to be in situations like this, you know, or even with my family, you know, like I think the biggest example is when you're trying to get healthy, right? Because that's what I do. I do holistic health and wellness. <laughs> like Whether that's you're the one person in your family doing it because something happened or you're, you know, a mom of kiddos and it's a generational thing. Um, there's, there's, you got to take a stand for it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's the game changer of life, you know, and so many amazing speakers and entrepreneurs say, but say that I love that you're saying it. Cause I don't think it can be said enough. Like, I think people don't really get it. You know, when, when, when you want to do great things, you have to go be around people doing great things. Like, and could, because everyone else is going to try to stop you, you know, going to try to hold you back or tell you you're crazy or, or whatever it is, you know, and it's not because, and sometimes that's your family, you know, or sometimes it's, it's someone you've known for your whole life that you consider your best friend or your partner or whatever, or, you know, if you're older, your you know, children, if they're grown, if you decide to make a shift or a change. And I think, um, the, you know, the, the, who you surround yourself with just needs to start like immediately. Like once you hear that, you need to like evaluate who are you spending your time with? Because if you're five poor people, you're going to be the sixth poor one. If you're five grumpy people, it's going to, you're going to be the sixth grumpy person, whatever it is, you know, it's not even just about money or whatever. It's just literally about your joy. You know, like if you are around non-joyful people, probably not going to be too joyful, you know, so go find people, you know, that are, doing things better than you. I always say that doing them better than you and then go like absorb, you know? Um, I want to, to, to just give a little bit more of an insight, maybe just a sneak peek story. Um, you know, our podcasts are meant to be sort of quick introductions to people. Um, but I do think it's really relevant, um, to share a little bit about what you and I talked about earlier at the beginning before we actually, um, got on the podcast was sort of the trauma that you went through to to begin your health journey, because I think it's, it can be relatable to so many people, um, to sort of inspire and motivate them. You don't have to have had a major trauma, but obviously there's probably other people that have. So I'd love for you to just briefly sort of circle back to the beginning and share that sort of just quick introduction on, you know, you know, I, I definitely think that you um, are a powerhouse woman that can help other women change their lives significantly. And so I think having that little snippet of human connection from you would be really great. Thank you for, for letting me, you know, vulnerably share it. I think that it, it was, I was thinking about how that all kind of connected as you were talking um, and people are living their life too fast. Right. And that's why they're not slowing down enough for that self-awareness to even go, you know, why is my salad kit 25, you know, 35% plastic and like 20% salad, right? And so that they're not even slowing down enough. Um, and this is part of my story is I, you know, I had drive, I had ambition, I had, you know, high expectations on myself. I think it's funny now because my parents are like, 
we didn't have that on you. You had that on you. <laughs> um, and it, and it was successful for me. Don't get me wrong. You know, so that that was living in that way was so successful, high performance, high creativity, high um, ambition, very go, go, go. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. I still have that in me. I still have fire. I still have that fierceness, um, to get things done, you know, and to be an inspiration. But yeah, when the, the medical components of it started, um, it, it rocked me. It, it was like, wait, my mind, right. Has, has so much strength. I have so much knowledge. I know I'm smart. I know I'm beautiful. Um, but what is going on with my body? And it was, you know, stress responses. It was, you know, my immune system having to work so hard because I never actually gave my body a break. And I remember um, one of the amazing mentors I have in my life, she always did a workshop. And at the very end, she goes, did you know we're the only mammal that doesn't rest 70% of their life? Wow. I didn't know that. I mean, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. And it, I mean, it set the perspective, whether or not that statistic is, I mean, statistics are what they are, but, um, (laughs) it's an interesting thought to put in your mind, you know, because the, because you're so right not to interrupt your story, but I just want to agree, um, for our listeners that there is, so I don't really believe in balance because I just think if you're, everything's going really well and you're perfectly balanced, you're just not trying that hard. Um, but, but I do think there is that, you know, go fast, go hard, but also pay attention. Like, you know, like pay attention to what needs to serve you. And if that means, you know, look, look, looking internally at your body or dealing with um, something that you're putting into it or externally, again, who you're around, I think it's both relevant. You can still be driven and a badass and still take care of yourself. I just, you know, thank you so much again for being here. And I would just love it if there was any other little nugget or tip or lifestyle, whole life thing you would want to share. Well, I just want to remember, like, take moments for yourself right now, wherever you're at, if you're driving, you know, keep your eyes open, but just remember that we're meant to be feeling, we're meant to honor what's going on inside of our bodies and our physiology is constantly working for us. Um, We have an immune system, we have an endocrine system, we have all of these organs, you know, and as a yin yoga teacher as well, they're connected to the meridian patterns. And so that's some of what you'll learn in in the show is that remember that whatever that amplification you're doing, whatever your creative expression is, um, that your your body and the vessel that you're doing it inside of plays a part in that. Um, And if you want to be in peak performance and, you know, make it faster, make life easier, then then the body is, is that important place. I love it. Thank you so much, Mia. Um, it was amazing talking with you today. Again, I know I keep saying that, but I really mean it from the, <laughs> I really mean it. It's been awesome. Um, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Yes. It's going to be amazing. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. You can find more about Mia and the five divine nourishments at firewavewellness.com or email client care at wellfedwarrior.com and sign up for her 10 days to lose weight challenge at wellfedwarrior.com.
Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Design Driven Life. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate and review our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe for automatic delivery of new episodes.